amazing on the chat how's everybody doing today how is like like in dallas today it's a good good morning like like it's a, a pleasant morning here in dallas texas it's a bit cloudy out there and you know something crazy happened this weekend last weekend on the media and social media everybody everybody on the, on the news channels everybody like you know what look at the sky outside it is so beautiful and pretty there's a orange tint on the blue skies it looks amazing and i'm like are you kidding me like is this what you want to share on there and they were like you know what the sahara dust is all over north texas it looks beautiful and I'm, i was telling anisha you know what 24 years of my life i was just waking up to dust and pollution in bangalore i'm so sorry people in bangalore who are watching me but um, you know i never happened to see a clear blue sky in bangalore and um, you know so we in bangalore we don't have the dust from sahara but we We have our own dust like we have our own pollution we don't need you know sahara dust to come and give us an orange tint we are all through here we are orange tinted sky um, but you know somebody was telling me that you know because of coronavirus and the lockdown pollution has come down big time in india to so shout out to all those people you know who are actually enjoying and making use of this time well um you know let me let me just uh, bring your attention towards where i am taking you all today is uh, you know i started a sermon series last weekend last sunday at our church it was a collection of talks that i wanted to bring your attention towards and as i was doing that the lord was just prompting in my heart that this season is a season of change listen to this very carefully this season this particular season is a season of change and as a pastor in charge of this house it's been around three and a half plus years that i've stood in this pulpit to preach and every time i believe one thing with zion church it's you know uh, every every day something new at zion church and i i remember this is the quote from pastor paul thangaya a great leader and mentor and this is what he would always say every sunday there should be something new and i always believe always believe and every sunday that i get to speak at um, or get to get get my sermon ready to prepare here uh, you know every sunday there is something new that the lord prompts and gives to me and this sunday you know i was i was preparing for the entire sermon series god was just saying this season is going to be a season of change so whenever your pastor not just me but your pastor you know speaks out some words of life or you know sermon series listen to that because you are part and part of that church family the pastor gets revelations visions word of knowledge from god he communicates that message to you and during that season god definitely want to bless and 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 and, and bring a deliverance in your family so pay real close attention to the messages that comes out of your church platform not just the pastors but if you even if you have elders leaders who bring uh, this words of life into your household just make sure that you listen to that where very very carefully as i take your attention to where you know today um listen to this last week i started a sermon series called aka also known as like you know many, many places you walk in there are people who have like two names right and last week i asked you all to uh, you know mention my other name on the comment section and uh, nobody knew it on the online but they had a they had a you know they had so much fun on our church um, you know group uh, you know networks on our platforms where they were pulling my leg but um, you know my other name is something that i don't want to mention out here but <laughs> but I'm so thankful that you know in every Simon situations you know God is a God oh come on Sean you'd put it there or oh, snap <clears throat> 
But Sean has another name. Sean has another name. Only Anish and Sean, only Anish and I, we both know that name. But uh, I'm not, not going to put that on Sean. <laughs> but um, listen to this church. Um, you know, there are moments in life when you have lived with some names and then came, comes a situation where your whole name changes. Like for example, for example, you know, the, some, some, one of our volunteers one day walked in. I mean, uh, he's not part of this church, but he comes to serve at our church once in a while. And, uh, and this guy, because he is, he is slim, he is slim. You know, our guys were calling him, hey, you know what? Slim something, right? Slim something. I forgot his last name. I forgot his other name. Slim something. And because he's slim, they call him, hey, slim something. You know what? Because now all his life, poor guy is going to live with that name. There's another guy who walked into our church and, uh, you know, uh, you know, his, I think his name was, his name was something. I don't want to bring out his name, uh, but, uh, he was short and they said, hey, shorty something. Shorty something, you know, so all through our life, people will actually call us by different names, different names. And now I'm going to throw something funny out there. You know, what? when I was growing up, because my name is Justin and uh, my, 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 you know, my mom said, you know, what? Uh, she worked as a nurse in Bangalore and uh, she happened to, uh, you know, have um, a foreigner, somebody from America who had a kid back in Bangalore and they named their son Justin. And uh, my mom said, you know what, when I heard the name Justin, there was a special ring to it. Like, I love that name, so I named you Justin. There's no other meaning to it. You know, there's no other meaning to Justin. But my mom just loved it. And so she's like, okay, I'm going to put my son's name Justin because there's a feel to, to the name. What I'm trying to bring your attention to it is, 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 is uh, when I was growing up in school, you know, people just, I mean, my friends, you know, they want to make fun of me, right? So they used to call me Dustbin. I just threw it out online today. They, they used to call me dustbin. And I'm like, okay, I mean, there's my friends, you know. I mean, it's fun, you know. They used to call me dustbin. One day, I got so angry at this one guy. I was at stress for something. I got very angry. This dude was calling me, hey, dustbin. You know what? I'll tell you something. I'm, I'm a pastor right now. But back then, I was not a pastor. I was saved. But back then, something in me happened. And I almost choked that guy in my classroom. I'm, I'm just being real honest with you. So don't try to do, you know, call me out dustbin on the stream today because you might see me outside of your house the next second. But let's, let's just go. Let's just go. What's your name? Today, I want to bring your attention towards a sermon title that I have prepared. And it's, this is how it goes. Can we have it on our screen? It says, what's your name? When you go out to meet with somebody, um, or you're, you're meeting a stranger, you're meeting somebody for the very first time, the way you connect with that person is probably, uh, you would ask that person, hey, you know, what, what's your name? What's your name? I just wanted to get somebody here. Pastor Petson, can you come here? Can you come here real quick? Um, I'm calling Pastor Petson here. He's our, come on, shout out to our Tamil service pastor. Everybody on our stream today. This is Pastor Petson, six feet distance. They're still watching us. You know, after this, we'll, we'll get together. We'll hug each other. But uh, for the very first time, you meet somebody, right? And you want to get to know them, right? So just, let's just pretend. Let's just pretend. I'm meeting you very first time. I don't know your name right? And l listen to this. I walk up to him just because I want to know more about him. I start with, what's your name? And what would you say? 
My name is I'm Petson Matthews. My name is Petson Matthews. Now, if you're from South India, specifically if you're from Kerala, you know, after your name, you know what they would say? Nada Vidya. City Evidia. So they ask you all details because now they want to make an intimate connection with you. But before you get into the details, get your relationship or that bond stronger with a stranger, one of the first things you would do is, what is your name? And you would always tell me the name that people have called you for years. You don't call me the name that people have shamed you with, but you will tell me the name that you won't actually want me to call you, to relate with you. Thank you so much, Pastor Petson. And in every conversation that you bring up in your life, you would always try to explain, bring out the word or bring out that name that you want people to address you with. So today I'm going to ask you this. What if heaven asks you, what is your name what is your name your friends would ask me now let me just also on the chat um you know what i'm just gonna ask you all what is your name just go put your name down name down on the chat right now like somebody all all i see a lot of people in the house already typing out their names just go, go ahead put your put your names on the chat or call somebody out but again let me just ask you if god asks you today what's your name what are you gonna throw in right there i want to take your attention towards you know, long ago, the names meant something in the Hebrew times, in the Bible times, in the Old Testament times. Names meant something. Parents would give their child a name that either pointed to a characteristic, uh, characteristic they wanted their child to have, or they named after another person that they wanted their child to emulate. But it's not so much today. Today, we just go with if it feels good, if there's somebody in Hollywood or any other leading television show that has a, that name, you want to just go on to put that name. But in the Old Testament, they put names based on the characteristics of that, that child that they wanted them to be, or they wanted to represent, their child wanted to represent somebody else in their lineage or their family, they oftentimes put those names. Genesis chapter 32, verse 22 to 28 is where I want want to camp for a moment. You all ready with that? Genesis chapter 32, verse 22 to 28. Bear with me for the next 35 minutes as I'm going to unpack each of these verses here. And I am sure God is going to talk to you. Genesis chapter 32, verse 22. This is how it goes. That night, Jacob got up and took his two wives. Somebody already said in this room, whoa, is that in the Bible? Can I have two wives? Well, well, this is Old Testament. Yo, I was just, when I was reading this Bible, when I was reading my words here for my speak, you know, preaching, I was telling Anisha, you know what, Anisha? Bible is so funny book because it talks about two wives. She just stared me down. She just stared me down. Well, this is for another sermon series. Don't get too excited for two wives here. Handling one is very hard, you know. <laughs> his, his, listen, listen to this. His two female servants and his 11 sons crossed the ford of the Jabbok. That night, Jacob got up, took two of his wives, 
his two female servants and his 11 sons and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions. Listen to each of those verses there. Listen to each of those verses there. That night, Jacob got up, took two of his wives, his, his entire household, and he crossed the Jabbok. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent all his possessions. So Jacob was left alone. You can highlight, underline, Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, let me go for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him the question. And that's the same question I have thrown it out there as my sermon title. The man asked him, what is your name? What is your name? Crazy enough, but Jacob replies, Jacob, he answered. Then the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans and you have overcome. What a beautiful scripture that we could meditate this morning. Everybody pay attention. God is in the intention of changing some names. Names of your past are going to be changed and erased forever. If people try to change your name, it is just for a moment. It is just for a moment. But if heaven decides to change your name, it is erased forever. He doesn't call you by your sin, my friend. He calls you by your name. Today I declare under the unction of the Almighty God, every single one of you watching me, God is about to change your name. But as we get back into that scripture, verse 22, number one, that night, Jacob got up with his household. That night, Jacob decided to wake up from his slumber. That night, Jacob decided that no longer I am going to be captivated as an, with an image of a deceiver. No longer I won't ha have a change in my life. And he is on a journey to meet with his brother Esau. We know the story. And if you're watching me for the very first time, or if you're part of our service for the very first time, or any Christian service, you have no clue about Bible, I would highly encourage you to uh, reach us out, reach us out during the week, and I would love to spend some time with you. I'm talking to you from Genesis chapter 32. And all of Genesis you see from the time the life of Abraham begins, you know, almost 75% of Genesis is talking about the patriarch. Of, of, of Christianity, the patriarchs of Jewish nation, the patriarchs of our faith. And as I talk to you from this word here, that particular night, Jacob decided that I'm going to arise today with all that I have. But listen to this very carefully. Jacob is a master 
planner. Like he is a schemer. And the word Jacob means deceiver, supplanter. The word Jacob is, is not a good meaning. Good, good. It doesn't have a good, good meaning to that. And just think about it. You know, all his life, his parents called him, hey, you know what? Cheetah, supplanter, deceiver. Like for example, in the Malayalam, you know, you might call your children, that's how you would want to call them. But will you really call somebody, would you do that? Would you do it? You know, you won't do it. Just think about the, the terminology, the emotion, the attitude, the way somebody calls you out in those names. And here in the entire story, you will come across that Jacob all through his life, he has been addressed, he has been called out by different names. Called out by different names in his life. Meaning to his names were supplanter or deceiver or heel catcher or, or, or somebody who overthrew or, you know, the, and, and, you know, all those names, he had to live up with all those names. And that's what he did all through his life. Like from the very beginning, you know, just, just think, think this with me, Anisha, because she's pregnant and I love visiting the doctor's office and whenever we get to do that, the doctor with the sonogram and, and all the x-ray and all the stuff, you know, and I love to see our dear baby, our baby girl moving in the womb of Anisha and that's a lovely side and parents with me, new dads or, you know, dads here, you know, for us, it's a very emotional process because, you know, you know, um, it is our wives who are carrying the baby, but it is only through these pictures or these sonograms or x-rays that we get to see the growth of our child in the womb of our wife for them they actually feel it so here let's let's listen to this you know even in the womb even in the womb the mother is like oh you know what i have a baby but both of them are so rowdy like they are fighting at each other all the time like it is sibling rivalry to the next level because it started not after they came out it started in the womb just think about it. Sibling rivalry is so, so you know, I mean, so sometimes it get nasty. And this, it got nasty even in the womb. Like they both are playing games in the womb. Jacob is trying to be the first one. Jacob is like, I want to be the first one. And all through his life, all through his life, listen to this, all through his life, this is the one thing he keeps on doing, is that because he wants to come ahead of another person, he started deceiving, he started throwing, you know, uh, other stuff which is not relevant, and he started doing things to just get the blessing. We know the story, how he deceived Esau, how he deceived Esau of the birthright, Poor guy lost it all just for a soup. In Malayali, Malayalam folks would say paisatanuendi. Which paisam is really good. But just for that paisam he lost his birthright. And I've just, you know, a free thought line over there. And a lot of us are today losing our birthright just for a momentary paisam. A lot of us are losing our birthright in Christ Jesus just for a momentary dessert that somebody just showed it out because I could not handle my cravings. Let me just ask you, this is not part of my sermon notes. It's freely given to you. What are you craving for today? What are you craving for? Because what you crave for, oftentimes you will lose 
what you are actually benefiting for. But let me just go quickly into the verse here. Let me just go quickly into the verse. Verse 30, sorry, verse 22, it says that after he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions. Verse 24. So Jacob was left alone. Listen to this very carefully. Life-changing encounters happen when you are all alone. Life-changing encounters don't happen when you are in a public place. Life-changing encounters don't happen when you're surrounded by a lot of people. Yes, I like the fellowship of a lot of people, but oftentimes God will want to meet with you. It is your presence that matters the most. Are you with me? Your individual presence matters the most. So I'm asking you, even when we are singing, leading worship, or you know, we are doing church in the crowd of thousands, you know, joining us from different places, but even in the midst of that, God is saying, are you singled out that I can have a conversation with you? That you are singled and you are tuning in to my presence? And that's why you say, Life-changing encounters happen not when you are in a group of big crowd, but it happens oftentimes when you're all by yourself. Listen to this. You are who you are when you are all by yourself. You are who you are when you are all by yourself. Dad is not around you. Mom is not around you, siblings, pastors, friends, nobody's around you. You're all by yourself. Who are you? Are you with me? In the entire scripture here, you see Jacob was running away. He ran away from his family, ran away from his dad, ran away from his, his, his brother for his life. He's running away from his father-in-law. He's running away in his life. And you see all through Jacob's life, you see a life that is running away because even though he has got what he wanted to, but it is never satisfying him. That's why I want to bring your attention towards a point that I want to share. That whatever you gain in your life out of the purpose of God Almighty will never satisfy you. Are you with me? He wanted the birthright and, 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 and back in the traditions, back in the Hebrew traditions, you know, being a firstborn is a great privilege. Being the firstborn gave you, you know, almost all of the property and the wealth and the name that you are the carrier of the family forward. And, and, and being the firstborn, you, it's a blessing. It's a blessing being the, in, back in the culture there. Today the world has changed, the cultures have changed, which is really good. Because all children matter and everybody are important to a parent, not just one person. But listen to this very carefully. All through Jacob's life, he is running away even after getting the blessings he wanted. Like for example, just think about it. You wanted to get the, the job that you wanted, but you're not happy. You wanted to get the, 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 the possessions you wanted, but you're not happy. You wanted to get what you needed, but you're not happy. 
I was talking to another person who was a born again Christian and listen to this uh, who are watching me very carefully people who are wanting to get married it's just a free advice out there he was a born again believer born again believer born again believer a born again believer a child church going he grew up in the church you know he he was born again he used to lead worship and I know this guy very personally but you know love happens love is blind and it happened and he started dating somebody who is not equally yoked in other words he was not uh, she was not somebody that um, she was not a Christian she was not a Christian and, and, and honestly I'll tell you he wanted to become a missionary to that person tried his best to get her to the church tried his best to get her into the practices of Christian ministry and all that tried his best to do it but she refused she refused she refused he had no choice he said that you know I don't want any church anymore because he loved this girl so much he said I don't want my parents anymore because he I'm, I'm like that is crazy please never do it because how can you just get rid of your parents who took care of you for 25 30 years and you just walk out on them I am sorry this is not just a cultural talk here but this is coming from your uh, your brother your pastor your parents are very important in that entire equation. And he just walked out on his parents three years into their marriage. Everything was so good. You know, the first honeymoon period was so beautiful. They went to Bali. They went to all these places. Cute pictures. Like internet was on fire to see all of their pictures. You know, they were so beautiful. But what happened? After three years, this guy calls me again. He said, Pastor Justin. He used to call me, you know, Justin. And he said, I am... I'm sorry that I didn't pay attention to what you early said. And, and we are filing a divorce because I don't think I can. And I, 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 I wanted to get to know this guy. I wanted to get to know. And I sat down with him and I asked him, you got what you wanted. You fought for it. You got what you wanted. You wanted the most beautiful person in the entire city of Bangalore to be by your side so that your Instagram post could, I didn't say all that, but so that your Instagram post could look hot, nice. People could put up fire emojis out there when you put up a story. Like it's, it's, it's good, right? You want to put a social media update and everybody loves it because you two look cute together. I mean, yeah, you look good, you're cute together. But he came out and he said, yes, I, I did. I ran away with her. I didn't care about anybody else. But, but I was missing something in my life. And that's where I want to take your attention towards. No matter what you get in your life in the evil ways, it will never satisfy your inner void that a spiritual man always has. And that can be filled with only the spiritual being. Listen to this very carefully. Jacob, I just wanted to be very relevant with the scripture that I mentioned. Jacob wanted, Jacob wanted to get the wealth, get the possessions, get the blessings. He tried gaining all that. He got it all. He got it all. But still he's running away all his life. He's running away. If there is somebody listening to me and you have got what you wanted, but still you are on the run. It's not from God, my friend. 
Let me just be very clear out there. Yes, pastor, I got that job. I got the business deal. I got the relationship working out. Everything is going out so good. But God, let me just tell you, my friend, if you're running out and running, or you are on the run all the time and you still think it is God, wait, not too long. You will keep running because there's one day there's still going to be a void in your spiritual man. You're the child of the living God. There's nothing can fill you than a presence of almighty God that cares for you. Because what says, as we were singing, he is the only one who can turn my mourning into dancing. He is the only one who gives beauty to the ashes. He is the only one that has the ability to change everything about my life, given to the hands of the almighty God. As I bring your attention towards the next point that I want to share is stop running away. Stop running away. For too long, we are people who are on the run. Stop running away. Stop running away. If you see yourself running from people, you see yourself running from relationships, you see yourself on the run all the time. Like education, people are running away. It's, you know, before you knew it, people are ready to quit their education. You're on the run all the time. You're on the run all the time. Stop running away. Have an encounter with God. If there is somebody listening to me and you were on the run all the time, pause for a moment. Sit down in the presence of Almighty God just by yourself. Close out all distractions. Take it out. Cancel. And just have a personal encounter with Him. That would change your life forever. Jacob, who was known as a supplanter, a deceiver, had an encounter with God because he was willing. He was willing. He was willing. Let's, let me just bring your attention towards verse 26. Verse 26 is so... Oh, let me just read from verse 24. So Jacob was left alone. So Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him Till daybreak. Oh, this is beautiful. Theologians help us understand and all through that's the major commentaries that you read. Theologians help us understand when they talk about a man wrestled with him, they talk about it's, it's, it's Jesus. That's the majority uh, word that comes out. It's Jesus. And some others also say it's an angel. So it's a, between, it's a, it's a divine force. It's not a human, uh, uh, you know, earthly figure. It's a divine force. But I also understand a divine force was willing to come down and have a conversation and encounter with somebody who's hungry and thirsty. In other words, Jesus was willing to step down of eternity, come down and meet with this guy. So Jacob was left alone. I explained it to you. You, when you are all by yourself, take care of yourself. And a man wrestled with him till daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, like think about it, man. I'm like this. This verse is crazy because you know it is. It is God. It is a heavenly force. It's a. It's a divine force that has come down to to meet with uh, Jacob here. Because Jacob, I mean, God wanted to change Jacob's name and identity and everything. And as, as God is intervening in the situation here, he's actually playing with, like, for example, he is getting rid of his heavenly um, power. And he is stooping down into the level of an ordinary man that they could have an arm wrestling match. 
an arm wrestling tournament. That they are going at it, an MMA tournament here with both of them. Now just think about it. And heavenly force comes down and is having a wrestling match. WWE to the next level here. And they both having a next level wrestling match over uh, with Jacob. And listen to this. When the man, a heavenly figure, in other words, God, when he understood, when he saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched and he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, let me grow. Listen to this very carefully. Listen to this very carefully. Third thing that I want to mention here is don't waste your opportunity. Your opportunity might be, it may look like, you know, you are in a place of wilderness. It might look like you are in a darkened environment and there's nobody around you. But don't waste your opportunity. Don't waste your opportunity. A lot of us have been wasting our opportunity for a long time. That you are about to get into God-sized encounters, but you are not patient enough. You ran away from you. You run away from that place. That you, you are not staying in a place for too long and you're running away. You're missing out the greatest opportunities you could have in your life where God can actually change everything about your past. And I'm thankful here that, 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 that when Jacob saw that there's a heavenly force coming out at him, he just stood there so, to have an encounter. Listen to the words that Jacob mentions. Don't waste your opportunity. That's what I wanted to mention out here. But listen to the words of Jacob. It says, when the man saw he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip. And as I was reading this verse, I'm like, why in the world will you touch the man's hip? You could break his arm, like break his neck, break his leg. You could do a lot of things. Break his, like touch the socket of his hip. Listen to this very carefully. When you read through Genesis, you see a parallel here where you see the story unfolds that whenever Jacob gets what he wants to get, he's on the run all the time. Are you with me? Listen to this very carefully. I'm taking you to a beautiful place here. He's always on the run. He gets what he wants to get. He gets his blessings. He gets his wealth. He gets the sheep. You all know the story how he deceived and God Laban's, uh, you know, sheep and goats and the livestock and, and, and the wife and all the things. He got what he wanted to get, but he's always on the run. When he had an encounter with God, the first thing God does is touch the socket. So that God wanted to make sure that, boy, I'm going to change your name today because you decided that you will lean into my presence and I'm going to have, you have an encounter in your life that changes everything about you. But listen, for no longer you will keep running. For no longer you will keep running away. Because every time he got things in his life, he is on the run. And this time God decided, I'm going to touch the socket of your hip. So that you know what? You will limp. And you will limp to know that you had an encounter with God Almighty. Sometimes God will bring limping situations in our life just to remind us that we were always on the run. But take it for not, don't take it for granted, but take it as a blessing in your life. Blessing in disguise, knowing that it is God who had changed me forever. 
I was on the run forever. I was running from places. I was running from people. I was scared and afraid of situations. I could not handle people. And I was pretending who I was. I was not a real person. Listen to this very carefully. Jacob's life is always a life of pretension. He, he pretended to be Esau. He pretended to be a good husband. He pretended to be a good son-in-law. He pretended in his lifestyle. He pretended all the time. You see, he is the, the pretending kind of a guy. He's pretending. But one day when God asked him, God asked him, what is your name? God just wanted to ask him and find out, will he be truthful today? Like all his name and Isaac asked him, who is it? He said, I am Esau. Jacob was asking, I'm Esau. Like he's pretending. All through his life, he's been pretending and running away from people because he's a deceiver, master planner, supplanter. But today when heaven decided to have a life-size encounter with him, and that's the moment you realize that God is actually asking him, what is your name? If he had said, if he had said, I am Esau, I am Laban, I am I'm XYZ, I'm that and that and this. You know what would happen? He would have lost his opportunity. God was just waiting. What will I actually answer back? What will he actually talk back? And let me know, what will his reply be? When I ask him, what is your name? What will his reply be? And all Jacob could do that is when he saw the heavenly figure, he knew, I cannot hide from this person. Whosoever I can deceive, but I cannot deceive this person. This person is not of the earth. This is a divine nature. And Jacob said, I am Jacob. I am deceiver. You know, let's listen to this very carefully, church. The first moment of revival is when you come to the acceptance that you are a sinner and you say, God, in all through my life, I have been sinning badly and I need you and you to take over my life and bring me back to salvation. Take me through your grace into the doors of salvation and only God can do it. Accept the fact if you are, if you were leading a sinful life, God, yes, I was Jacob. Yes, I was a murderer. Yes, I was an accuser. I, I did all that, oh Lord. I did that. I was filled with addictions. of life. I, I, I fell down. Be real to God. Don't hide it from Him. And Lord, Lord of us today, we are, high. we are trying to hide it from everybody. How long will you keep hiding it? Whatever you hide it will be revealed it in the light. Listen, whatever you hide it will be revealed in the light of His glory. Jacob realized, I need a transformation. He said, God asked him, what is your name? And he said, the first thing God asked, God, what is your name? He said, I am Jacob. And under my voice, is there anybody here who would say, God, yes, I have done all these things. I have ran away from people. But today I stand here, O oh Lord. And when I have an encounter with your presence, O oh Lord, I am here to say, God, I was a sinner. God, I ran away from people. God, I did all that things. But today I declare for no longer I will run away, O oh Lord. But I stand in your presence to declare, I need you more than anything else. The void of our life can be met only by God. 
Are you with me? The void in our life can only be met by God. No other person can care like God cares for us. Let's get into another portion here real quick. As time runs out, as time runs out, let's get into another portion here. You know, um, I want to bring your attention to it. So Jacob was left alone and the man wrestled with him till daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket, not to overpower him, but he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched and he's wrestled with the man. Then the man said, let me go for it is daybreak. They're having a wrestling match and the man said, you know what? Let me go now. Let me go. The man wanted to see how desperate you are. How desperate you are. Can I have, can I have Danny? Danny, come, come here, come here, come here. Danny, Danny looks very heavenly here. So I just want to call. <laughs> Danny is not from the earth. He's, he's, he's. <laughs> you know, I know there are social distancing and a lot of people are watching us, but still, you know, we are going to pretend, you know, You're, we're going to pretend you, I am Jacob and you're the good person. Look at you. Look at him. Come on, guys. Look at him. <laughs> He's blushing. <laughs> but listen, you know, De Jacob is having a conversation. He's having a wrestling and he's, he's fighting out. He's, he's, his arm wrenching. And there's so much that is going on here. There's so much that is going on in the entire story. But you know what the guy said? The, the heavenly, heavenly figure would say, leave me. Just say, leave me. Leave me. Just loud. In a, leave me. Oh, wow. What a heavenly voice. <laughs> leave me. And the guy would say, Jacob would say, no. I won't leave you until you bless me. Listen to those words there. He got the blessings he needed that he could have. He deceived people for blessings in his life. He deceived his father, his mom, his brother, his wives, his family and everybody. He deceived people for the blessings. But today when he has an encounter with a heavenly force, a divine force, when he has an encounter with God, God says, you know what? God is actually trying to see how desperate you are. You know, oftentimes, listen to this, your breakthrough happens only when you are desperate for it. That's right. That's right. How desperate you are. Just because they sing, I sing along. No, how desperate you are. How hungry you are. When you're really, really hungry, there's something that comes out. You know, your, your, your stomach will let you know. My, my son, my son, whenever he's hungry and he hears his stomach growling, he's like, Dad, my stomach is playing drums. He's like, Dad, my stomach is playing drums. And he comes to me and like, he's like, I am hungry. Like he puts his foot down. He's like, I am hungry. Poor guy. And then he calls my mom in India. And he tells my mom. He calls Anisha's mom and tells them, Mamachi, Dad, I stop feeding me. I'm like, guy, this guy is crazy. He knows his connections. But here, Jacob met with an heavenly force. And God says, leave me alone. Oh boy, leave me alone. I know we are, it was, you know, God is like, you know, let's have some six feet distance, you know? Let's, let's leave, just leave me alone. You're getting too much on me. Getting too much on my face right now. Leave me alone. I love what Dave, Jacob says here. Listen to this. Then the man said, uh, listen, the man asked him, what is your name? Jacob, he answered. The man said, your name will not be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. I love it. You struggled all your life. Thank you so much. You struggled all your life. You struggled all your life. We can also have the worship team right behind me. You struggled, struggled all your life and gained nothing. Have you listened to that words of Jesus in the New Testament? He said, what if you gain the whole world? 
That verse is not coming to my mind right now. Somebody here, can you please put it on the chat so that the others can follow? You, Jesus, this is the words of Jesus. This is the words of Jesus. You, what? It's, I think it's in Luke. It says, um, Luke chapter 11 or 12. It says, you know, what if you have gained the whole world and have lost your soul? Today, this is a soul connection here. God is asking you, what if you have gained everything and lost your soul? Jacob has gained all his life. Jacob has gained all his wealth. Jacob is good to do in his life. But he's been on the run all the time. When he had a divine appointment, God touched the socket of his hip. Why? Because God wanted to make sure that he will run no longer. He will run no longer. For too long, baby, you've been running from paper. But today I'm going to give you courage and boldness that you can stand forever. Today I'm going to give you the ability. You can stand forever in front of people. How? It's the weirdest way. By breaking this boy's hip. God says, I'm going to make you stand for nations and generations will come out of you. Because I decided to break your hip. Because you decided to have an encounter with me. Listen to this church. When you go through some struggling moments of life and you feel like, you know, it looks like I can't stand because my hip is broken. It may look like my financial stability is broken. My education is broken. My relationship is broken. Sometimes it may feel like my hip is broken. Same situation. Maybe God is wanting us to know and understand. Hey, you know what? I am actually having an encounter. You are actually having an encounter with my presence. I'm about to change everything about you. For too long you've been called Jacob, but from today onwards, you will be called Israel. Listen to this very carefully. The word Israel, the man said, your name will no longer be called Jacob. Your name will no longer be called Jacob, but will be called Israel. Listen to this. That's the fourth point I want to share. You can write it out. God cannot bless who you pretend to be. Are you with me? Listen, God cannot bless who you pretend to be. Are you pretending to be somebody? Are you pretending to be holy? Are you pretending that you got everything covered? Are you pretending that you have everything lined up? Are you pretending that you are the most holy person? Are you pretending in your life? Stop it. Stop running away. Have a divine encounter with God. God cannot bless who you pretend to be. Today under my unction of anointing, whosoever is watching, let me just declare, God cannot bless who you pretend to be. Stop that pretension attitude stand strong in the presence of God and let him know God I won't let you go until you bless me I won't let you go God until you bless me if there's anybody who could bless my life who there's anybody who can change my life is there anybody who can do things in my life it is only you ദൈവം എന്റെ ജീവിതത്തിൽ എന്റെ പേര് മാറ്റാൻ വേണ്ടി വേറൊരു ശക്തിക്കോ ഒരു ഓർഗനൈസേഷന് കഴിയാത്തത് നിന്നെ കൊണ്ട് മാത്രമേ സാധിക്കത്തുള്ളൂ എന്ന് ഞാൻ ഇന്ന് വിശ്വസിക്കുന്നു ഇന്ന് എന്റെ കൂടെ തയ്യാറായിരിക്കുന്ന വ്യക്തികൾ വിളിച്ചു പറഞ്ഞാടെ കർത്താവേ നിന്റെ കഴത്തിൽ എന്റെ ജീവിതത്തെ ഞാൻ സമർപ്പിക്കുകയാണ് When you're all alone, my friends, 
he is about to change listen to this he is about to change jacob means deceiver israel means one who wrestled with god and overcame in other word jacob means deceiver israel israel means one who wrestled with god and he overcame he wrestled with god and he overcame not just that he wrestled with god and with people and he overcame yes of course when you wrestle with your brother when you wrestle with your father when your father in law you wrestle with so many people in your lifetime but you never overcame but today when you had a divine encounter with me i am about to change your name you shall no longer be called jacob but you will be called israel because you have contended against man and god and you have overcome i am about to change your name how many jacobs do we have today who's running away from your purpose who's running away from the god given appointments in your life god given opportunities to change your life how many jacobs do we come across today i'm talking to all of those jacobs all of those jacobs who are pretending to be somebody else but today i want to declare in jesus name he's about to change your name for no longer you will be called jacob but from today onwards i call you israel I call you Israel because Israel is a blessing. Israel denotes a blessing to mankind. And if Abraham's blessing has to be a blessing over all of the earth, then Jacob, you cannot be Jacob any longer. I have decided to change your name. Ninda jeevathe kurchu thirmanikkunnathu njanaana. I'm going to change your name. I'm about to change. I'm about to change your name. Listen to this church. Listen to this church. Satan knows your name but calls you out by your sin. Satan knows your name but calls you out by your sin. God knows your sin but calls you out by your name. I'm going to say that once again. Satan knows your name but he often calls you out by your sin. God knows your sin but he calls you out by name. Today I want to declare under my voice. I don't know what your past was, but today I declare under the unction of the anointing that God calls you by name. You are not what your grandfather called you. You are not what your friend called you. You are not what your boss called you. You are what God called you. Today heaven declares you are not a sinner. You are a child of the living God. If you're with me stand up together. Let us worship the almighty God. God is in this house and he's about to change some life forever. Oh, I feel the anointing of God in this room. I'm declaring this series is going to be one of the best series that we have done at Zion Church. He's about to change the name He's about to change the name of our church. Of course we are Zion Church, but if there were been tags and line tag lines and words around Zion Church, I cancel I rebuke that in the name of Jesus today. I declare everybody who is watching me, God is about to change your name. Devan ninde naamathe ninde perine onnu maatti kaiyal logam adariyum vyaktigal adariyum ariyatha vyaktigal oh people will come around you to celebrate what God has done in your life. I'm declaring today everybody watching me God is changing your family. Some of you might have a family name 
that this family is so and so oh this family is fit for nothing they're fit for no good nothing good will come out of that place I declare in Jesus name this week is going to be a week of divine encounters in your house and I believe in Jesus name you are about to experience a name change Some of you all your name is about changing your name is about to change your name is about to change you no longer Jacob but you are Israel because nations will birth out of you oh kings and rulers will birth out of you nations will come out of you and if nations has to come out of you you no longer can be Jacob <clears throat> <clears throat> But before I wind up listen to this very carefully before I wind up listen to this very carefully for the next 5 minutes do not be afraid when you say god i am jacob do not be afraid a lot of people have been pretending do not be afraid when you say god i am jacob you know why i want to read a scripture for you i want to read a scripture for you real quick exodus chapter Exodus chapter 3 God told Moses that he was the god of Abraham the god of Isaac and you know what he again said I am the god of Jacob He said I am the god of Abraham I'm the god of Isaac and he didn't say I'm the god of Israel but I'm the god of Jacob Listen to this very carefully Yes of course we come into the portion of God changing his name from Jacob to Israel. But God still wanted to be addressed as the God of Abraham, the patriarch of our faith, the father of Christianity, the father of faith. Isaac, the promised child, and Jacob, the deceiver, the murderer, the runaway guy. Jacob, the supplanter, the deceiver, Jacob. Listen to this very carefully. He is not ashamed of you at all. He is not even going to let you in law. He is not ashamed of you. All you have to do is God, my life is in your hands. Change me today. Change me today, oh Lord. Change me today, oh Lord. For too long I've been living with a lot of name and tag lines, but no longer I am the God of Abraham. I am the God of Isaac. I am also the God of Jacob, the one who has surrendered. Every eye closed looking to the face of God Almighty today. God is in this house. He's in the business of changing some people. Your attitude is about to change. Your life is about to change. Your family is about to change. Everything about you is changing today. Everything about you is changing today. Everything about you is changing today. Everything about you is changing. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 1. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 1 promise this is the last scripture today. But today I'm taking our church to some location. Today I'm taking our church to some destination. Today I'm taking our church to some different level. Today I'm taking our church together. Let's be on a journey. God is about to change somebody and I believe this series is going to bless some household like never before. Like never before. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 1. But thus saith the Lord, who he created, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name you are mine
I love it. I love this scripture because it's so powerful. And I want to encourage somebody out there who's listening to me. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 1. But now the say of the Lord, he who created you, oh Jacob, he who formed you, oh Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. My friends, today I want to call you out. That you are called by the almighty God's name. He calls you out today. He calls you out today. Listen to this. He is calling you out. He's calling you out today. Changing your name. Changing your name. Changing your name. He's changing your name. He's changing your name. He's changing your name. He's changing your name. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it right now. Every eye closed. Look to the saving grace of Jesus. There's a spiritual moment in this place. He's about to change. He's about to change. He changed my mourning into dancing. He changed my shame into joy. He is changing everything about your life. He is changing your sickness to healing. Today your life is going to experience the touch of the Almighty God. Heaven has decided to stop into your household today. And I declare if you're under my voice, experience the power of the almighty God breaking into your home today breaking into your family today your life is about to change and I declare it every eye closed as we sing another song and worship our almighty God just surrender to him he's about to change some life I'll come back again but after that before that let's all spend some time in worship give the Lord the mighty praise he deserves he's about to change some lives today amen